All right, bear with me here, guys. Basically, what's happened is I've recorded a show in the car, and now I'm trying to piece it all together. So I'm sitting in front of my computer talking to you to explain what's about to happen, because it's really complex, and I don't know that you guys can handle it, honestly. Um, so what's happened is I went to the store at one point yesterday. Yeah, I went to the store yesterday, so I'm going to play that clip first. It's a really intense story about um, parking lot assholes and it's a bit of racial profiling which I mean I've known I'm known for uh, as far as podcasting goes I'm known for eh, being a bit of a racist and it's not real racism I just make fun of stereotypes because I feel that's what stereotypes are for so here comes that little bit of nonsense and I'll just uh, I'll talk to you in a minute because uh, please hold for more me okay isn't that funny how I said that? Because it's me telling you to wait for more me. So, okay, I'm at the store. I, I just did some grocery shopping. And I had one of those stupid mundane experiences that really isn't going to change my life or be really interesting. But I thought it was a little bit funny, so I'm going to share it with you. Plus, I'm in the car alone and I'm relishing every second of it. I just feel like I haven't been alone in so long. And the reason you guys haven't gotten a podcast in like a million years, which I might have already talked about, but perhaps not, is because I'm choosing to nap with my kid when he naps. And usually when he naps, it's, time, it's me time. You know, it's go time. It's relaxation time. It's podcast time. It's clean the house time. It's never clean the house time. And uh, I haven't been doing that because I just need the sleep. I feel like the sleep will help my bones heal, which is probably retarded, but I feel that it's true. Uh, anyway, so what I'm trying to say is I'm enjoying being alone right now, and I may or may not get into an accident in this parking lot full of lunatics. So on my way to my grocery store of choice, um, I it's late. It's probably eight o'clock on a Saturday at night, and it's a great time to go grocery shopping. It's a great time to escape your family, it's a great time for most things, really. Um, so when I'm pulling into the grocery store, I'm trying to find a spot. I'm looking around. It's pretty empty, pretty dead, no big deal. So I drive down a lane, and oh my god, here he is again. This may be the worst fucking driver in the history of the world. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, he stopped at a stop sign that doesn't exist. Oh, I love this place. Okay, so the guy that I just drove past. Now... I'm driving up an aisle, he's driving down it, and I see a spot, I put my signal on, and I go to get into it. So he drives up on, on the side that I'm trying to park into, like he's blocking the spot that I've signaled that I would like to have, and he stops there in front of the spot, so I can't turn into it. And yes, he's some kind of Asian, I don't know what kind of Asian, he's not Filipino, that's the kind of Asian I know he is. So he... He could be Vietnamese, I don't think he was Korean, and I can't think of any other kind of Asian right now. So he's blocked the spot that I'm trying to, trying to park into, and he's looking at me through the, the window of my car, and he's staring at me and looking, like shaking his head like, what are you doing, retard? And I'm like, I am, as well, am giving the what are you doing, retard face to him. And I was just like, okay, you know, whatever, there's another spot, three cars down, let me take that one, all right? You, you have this one that you've obviously driven by and you've seen that I want to park there. So now your plan is to sit there and block me out of it so that you can reverse in a very awkward fashion and park there yourself. No problem. You want to do all that work? You go ahead. I have one arm. I'll just, I'll just park a little further. I'm going to be okay. You obviously need this parking spot in a really bad fucking way. So I kept going and I parked and I was like, have it. You know what? Because the person I was five years ago, man, I would have, there would have been some fist shaking and some brow furrowing and a lot of rage. But now I'm just like, have it. Because I just don't have the energy to spare on being that angry anymore. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> you know, I didn't believe that when I said it. But I just don't care. I'll, I'll park the, the two car lengths behind you. Have it. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is wrong with him? I don't know what country he used to, he's used to fucking driving in. But uh, how things work in Canada is if somebody's put a signal on at an open spot, that's their spot. I mean, unless you were there first or you got there at the same time. He had driven by the spot so much so that he blocked it. So I, I don't know what happened there. I just feel the frustration, but it's okay. Let him have it. 
I move on, I go inside, do my shopping, come back out, and I see the guy, the same Asian in the silver Murano, backing out. And I see uh, another, I think a Muslim woman, she was wearing that Habib or whatever, hijab. Shit. I was just listening to Ron and Beverly and they had this same conversation. I can't remember what the right pronunciation of that is. I don't know. Anyway, the headscarf thing. And uh, she's backing out with her minivan and he's backing out with his Murano. And normally I would say, okay, who is going to win the terrible driver stereotype here? And in this particular instance, I'm going to go with the Muslim woman being in the right. Because this guy, the Asian guy, has proven to me on one previous occasion that he doesn't know how to drive. That vehicle is probably too big for him. And uh, he's a shitty human being. So I'm going to go with the Muslim woman on this time, on, on this point. So they're both backing out at the same time, virtually immediately behind each other. So they're, ba- they're both backing out. Each of them is, is equally unaware of the other at, at this time. N- neither one of them know that the other exists, period. So he gets out and finally, like, I'm watching this and I didn't know what to, both the windows are up and I'm just like, I just want to see how this pans out. Like, I wasn't saying anything. I don't give a shit. I'm like, I wonder who's going to notice first. And the Asian noticed first and he just, he doesn't just do a little do-do-do on his horn. He goes, and holds it there for like 15 seconds. And like, okay, she gets it. So he's honked his horn and he's enraged and uh, he's obviously in the right. He's waving his hands and he's the best driver in the world and she's a dumb cunt. So he pulls up and he puts it in park and stares at her through the rearview mirror. And she's just kind of like, oh, um, oh, I did some, oh, okay, well, let me, do, oh, is he going to stay there? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish backing out then. And then she leaves and I'm like, okay, this Asian guy is fucking retarded. Because I feel he's equally, if not more, to blame because he should... He should be looking out his window. I mean, she should too, but I'm just, I like her more than I like him at this point. Okay, so when it comes down to who is the shittier driver, in this case, a skinny Asian man is the shittier driver. And it was really funny because you heard me cross paths with him again. He's like, I'm trying to leave the parking lot. Okay, imagine a four-way stop. Okay, so I'm at the middle. I am uh, where Jesus' back was pressed against the lane I'm in. If you can imagine the crucifix laid down flat okay so I'm trying to turn left into one of Jesus's armpits and he's stopped for no no real reason because there was no stop sign there he's stopped at Jesus's armpit so I'm trying to turn left onto Jesus's arm and he's in the crux of his armpit if the scenario was being driven on a crucifix okay poor taste anyway he stopped there for no fucking reason so I'm kind of creeping up to see what he's doing like is he picking someone up Is he just unaware of his fucking surroundings? Is he high on methamphetamines? I do not know. And then he looks at me and he waves me very angrily to keep going, like to continue my turn. And I'm like, okay, so let's just see how things work here. Let's just sum up the point total here. Okay, so let's let's keep score here. He stole my spot, uh, acted like a cunt, gave me the stink eye, after he decided he was going to steal my spot, I moved along. He angrily honked at the woman because she was backing out at the same time he was, yet he was equally unaware of her existence as she was of him. And then he stops at a non-existent stop sign and gives me the look of the hurry the fuck up. Yeah, waving furiously at me. So in his mind, he's encountered two terrible women drivers. One of them he encountered twice, and I'm sure in his mind, he thinks that all women are horrible drivers. Meanwhile, it's his fault. Like, do you think he notices that in all of his adventures in the car, he's the common denominator? Does he ever notice that everyone else is a shitty driver but him? Somehow? Yeah. Lay off the horn, big guy. Okay, so that was me on Saturday. Now, listen to me trying to get out of the house on time for my doctor's appointment today. <laughs> Aren't I adorable? Oh, it's exhausting being perfect. Hold on. Ugh. Okay, more from the car. Life is just throwing me lemons, dude. It's throwing me lemons. And I'm uh, getting mad. Getting real mad. Getting stressed out. And uh, that's cool. And I'm sorry for the shitty audio quality. And the scratchy scratch that my headphone mics 
mics, my headphone mic makes on my shirt. But we're all just going to have to get along, okay? Thanks. I appreciate that. I really appreciate you appreciating me, and uh, I think we're going to be okay in the long run. I'm currently on my way to the doctor. I'm late because I have a three-year-old who, for some reason, when he senses urgency in my voice and body language, screams to a halt. This kid, he just, man, today was just one of those days where I had to be out of the house, and my doctor's appointment is at 8, and it is currently 7.48, and I'm about 15 or 20 minutes away. Now, every time I go to this doctor, I complain to you about having to wait, I don't know, seven, eight hours. Last time it was like an hour, hour and a half, and now I'm late, and it's like he starts seeing patients at 7, and my appointment's at 8, So I really feel a lot of anxiety because knowing me, he's going to, he's going to be early today and I'm going to, I'm going to get pushed back or maybe they think I'm not coming and I'm stressed out about it. And I also have to encounter a train track on the way that's known for fucking me really hard every time something important is on the other side of those tracks. Just breathe. It's okay. It's okay, everything's going to be fine. I drop a boy off at daycare. But before then, oh, before then, I get in my car, pull out of the driveway, hit the garage door button, nothing happens. So I thought, oh, I must not be pushing it right. I push it down. I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck's wrong here? So I push one of the other two buttons that I, I don't really know what those fucking buttons are for. But I push them thinking, okay, maybe that'll rejig something because I'm a woman who doesn't know anything. I'm not the good kind of lesbian who can fix things or solve problems. I am the other kind that bakes, I guess. I don't know. What do I do? Eat pussy? That's about the only thing that makes me a real lesbian. And I have a shitty attitude. so. And I objectify women. So basically, I'm just a bad person. I'm not really any one kind of lesbian or other. I'm just a shitty human being. So, um, okay, great. And of course, Malcolm is very curious about what's going on at this time and why the garage door isn't closing. And he's, he's voicing his concerns about the fact that the garage door is not closing. And I'm doing every single thing within my power to not scream, shut up, just shut up, because he doesn't need that. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not uh, going to do that to him, but I was just like, Malcolm, sweetie, could you just stop talking? Thanks so much. Okay, but Mama, why is it the garage door closing? Why didn't you push the button? Yes, I did. Did you push the button correctly? Well, thanks for the vocabulary. Like, <laughs> what did you? Uh, I gotta stop talking to him. And I'm like, yes, Malcolm. I believe I pushed the button correctly. Well, why isn't it closing then? It's like, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. So then I I pull over. I get out of my car and I think, okay, well, you know what? Whatever. It must just be my handheld pushy pushy button button thing and uh, I go into the garage and or I go into the house close the garage door and uh, go upstairs because I hear it kind of go because it like makes an annoying super loud noise so I go upstairs lock the door come back down go to get in my car of course I didn't realize that the garage door hadn't shut it started to shut, so I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I just, instead of waiting in the garage to make sure it shut, I just heard the initial noise and went upstairs because I was in a rush. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, okay, well, why isn't it fucking shutting then? Like, what is the goddamn problem here? And I, I don't know. So I stand there like an idiot, and I push the garage door opener at the base in the, in the garage, the main one, and still not shutting. All right. Okay. That's real cool. So I'm like, okay, so what are my solutions here? So I call Sarah and I'm like, did the garage door give you any problems this morning? No. Why? I said, it's not shutting now. Oh, okay. Did you move the ladder? Yeah. I'm aware of the sensory beams. Okay. I've, I've done this before. I, I've, I've operated a garage door before. It's kind of like the garage door equi- equivalent of, is there gas in it when the lawnmower didn't work? Like, yes, I'm aware. Like, I'm like, nothing has moved from the time you left until the time I was trying to leave, nothing has changed. There's no thing that's moved, right? Is there gas in it? Okay. All right. And it's not her fault. Okay. I'm old enough and fat enough to realize it's not her fault. 
okay, great. Now <laughs> I'm like, okay, I told her, I'm like, I'm going to just leave the garage door open and leave. And she's like, okay, well, just do what you have to do, sweetheart. Because that's what a good person does. And I thought, all right, fine. So then I'm walking under the garage door opener, the machine mechanism itself, that like the machine, you know, the thing. And it has a bunch of buttons on it. So I'm like, okay, let's see what we do here. What's going on? And I don't know what any of the buttons do, but I see that there's something called a force quit or not a force quit, a force close. And I thought, yeah, those two words together are something I'd like to do right now. So I look at it and I'm like, okay. So I jump. Yeah, it's a lot to move. I know. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Everyone needs a fat joke. So glad. Do you ever notice I'm my own heckler? When I tell these stories, I act on your behalf as my own heckler. And I feel like I should really get both the host and co-host credits on this show. I'm really doing you guys a favor. Nothing but quality. It's all good. It's okay. And uh, I jump and I hit the button. And it's at that point uh, when I realize that it's not a button. It's, a, it's like a screwdriver thing that you put in and turn. Fatty? Okay. So I do that. And I turn it, and I hit the garage door, nothing happens. Okay. So I thought to myself, just just turn it once more. Maybe it needs to be turned twice. Why not? So I do, and guess what? Yeah. I hit the button, and yeah, it closed. Can you fucking believe that? Can you fucking believe that something happened that was supposed to happen that would help my day progress? Can you believe that? Yeah. I'm really happy about that. I'm really, really happy that that happened for me today. Uh, now I have a lot of anxiety about going to the doctor. I feel like I'm late and I really hope he doesn't send me back to work because my arm hurts <laughs> and I don't know what job I could do there with my arm hurting because everything in a mailman's life is lift, push, pull, tug. It sucks. It sucks. And I can't sleep at night because my arm hurts and... <laughs> I know this is like a recurring theme. My arm hurts, but it hurts. And I've never... Well, I did break a bone once when I was a little kid. Um, so I don't remember any of that because I think I was like three or four-ish. And uh, a really interesting story that one is. Basically, uh, I don't remember any of it, but um, my friends and I were playing soccer and one of them kicked the ball into the street and they were arguing about who was going to get the ball, allegedly from what I can gather. And uh, I was like, fine, I'll go get it. So of course, um, I run out into the street without looking and get smoked by a car. And I break my leg. And I feel really bad for my mom. And I feel really bad for my middle sister, the cunt one, because she was seven, I think at the time, or eight, maybe. And in those days, you didn't have a babysitter, you had older siblings. Now, an eight-year-old in today's society would never, ever be left in charge of a four-year-old or a three-year-old or whatever the fuck I was. They, it would just never happen because that's kind of negligent and stupid. But back then, I don't know, maybe it was higher expectations. You acted more adult because you were treated more like an adult. I don't know. Either way, my sister shouldn't have been in charge of me. And she was blamed for me getting hit by the car, which is probably partially why she's fucked up now because she was laid with a shit ton of guilt. And I'm sure my Catholic parents really laid it on thick. So I feel bad for her, but not that bad because she's a fucking horrible person. And uh, so she spent every, actually, she, I don't think she ever liked me. I'm trying to think back to what time she was nice to me. And I can't. She really made the awkward teen years unbearable. She was really fucking mean. And I don't even know that she realizes she was, but she was really mean. <laughs> and I don't know how to say it. Like, she'd just make fat jokes and, uh, I don't know, I guess she didn't really call me ugly. So that's something. She didn't, she didn't call me ugly. That's nice, right? Yeah, okay. Um, what the fuck was my point? Right, so I have had one other broken bone. And what's really weird is I still have the shoes I was wearing the day I get hit by the car. Sorry, let me redo that. The day I got hit by the car. Because for some reason my mom kept them, and I don't really know why, but they're in my closet um, with, in, a same, in the same bag as her wedding shoes. And they're like really fucking torn up. Like that car must have really smashed me good. And I remember those shoes. I remember getting those shoes. And it was like my first pair of real sneakers that I didn't have. Like, because usually Italian little girls wear these stupid, awful tap shoes. They're kind of like black. Um, ugh, 
they're just like, I don't know what you'd call them. They're not like a loafer, but they're like black patent leather shoes, I guess you'd call them. And you'd wear white socks with like doilies on the top folded over. That's what you're supposed to do. I was like the fucking, I look like the boy in the drawer kid. Oh my God, I just missed the train. Holy shit. This is like the best day of my life. Oh, and it's here. You're here with me. I just missed a train by fucking seconds. The light, the light signals or the, the, the warning signals just turned on as I passed the tracks. Holy shit. Oh, I'm so glad you could share this moment of triumph with me. It's, it's really been a great day. It's really been one of the best days. Thank you so much. It's really been outstanding. Oh, fuck. I'm not supposed to turn left here. Fuck. Oh. Should I just do it anyway and hope for a ticket? Should I just do it anyway and hope for a ticket? Yeah, I'll ignore the sign and I'll be on my cell phone at the same time. This would be really great. I'm just going to do it, man. I'm just going to do it. There we go. Let's go. No ticket. Super duper. Um, okay. Wow. I just got so excited by the train thing there. I didn't realize that. Story. Right, so she's got these ragged ass shoes. And every once in a while, I, like, I would look at them throughout my life because they've always just been there. And it really, man, I was close to not to dying. And those shoes are a really good, uh, I guess they symbolize to me that life is short, you know? Time is fleeting. And, uh, man, sometimes I feel like coincidence just rules the world. It's just pretty crazy. Like, sometimes, man, you can force quit your garage door and it works. And sometimes you just miss the train. Matthew McConaughey reference. Okay, I'm going to the doctor. I'll see you guys soon. Okay, I just finished at the doctor and in and out of there in 45 minutes. It was pretty awesome. I got to tell you, okay? First, the garage door shuts. Awesome. Then I miss that super long fucking annoying train. Awesome. Then I walk in the door and they're like, oh, Dr. So-and-so? Why, yes, come right in. Come right in, they said. Come on in. Come right in. I waited for three and a half minutes in the waiting room and then I go for an x-ray I waited for the x-ray for three and a half minutes took the x-ray and uh, came out waited another three and a half minutes saw the doctor again he gave me some tips some exercises to do he commented yet again if you don't mind my saying how beautiful the break is it's healing beautifully it's positioned beautifully your beauty is bone deep he said and I was like finally sir Finally, someone appreciates me. It's like, you know, I've been waiting years to find someone who would say that to me. And he starts laughing. And uh, yeah, so that was funny. That was good times. I really enjoyed that. I know all my three minutes, three minutes, three minutes doesn't add up to 45 minutes. But whatever. It felt breezy. It was quick. It was breezy. Didn't take long. Didn't feel like it took long. I guess compared to waiting an hour and a half or, you know, eight hours, whatever, 45 minutes feels like nothing. And I got an x-ray, so it was just great. Oh, I hate all of this positivity coming at you, but Jesus. I'm making myself sick at what a good day I had. It's really making me sick. All right, let's hear from Julia. She's going to talk to us about quitting smoking. And then right after that, immediately after that, even more me. Hey, guys. This is Julia. And today I want to talk a little bit about smoking. Yay. Um, first of all, congratulations, Tails on quitting smoking that it's a bitch can't remember what you said 40 something days it's almost almost two months getting there so i'm not a doctor or anything but are you sure that you don't have like bronchitis or something because you're coughing and you're tired it might be from the smoking but also are you sure the cigarettes aren't like trying to trick you into smoking again because they do that you know they do that i hear them calling every day I agree with you, Sandra. Smoking is awesome and delicious and so, so terribly bad for you. I don't know if you heard about um, Leonard Cohen. For anyone out there who doesn't know, Leonard Cohen's a Canadian folk singer. Anyways, so he said that when he was turning 80, he was planning on starting smoking again because, you know what, he's old enough. He's kind of my hero for that because, I mean, when you get to a certain age, fuck, just enjoy life, right? All that being said, I gotta quit smoking, and I've been planning on it for a while. My eventual goal is to not smoke at all, but right now it's it's kind of a hard habit to break. But I have a plan. Um, I'm gonna use an e-cigarette. I have one from a couple months ago that I used briefly, and I probably sound like someone on the street corner preaching, but they're awesome. We just heard from Julia. And Julia was telling us about the glory and the joy of smoking. 
and the misery and, uh, well, just generally speaking, shittiness of, of quitting smoking. But it's worth it. It sucks and it's shitty to quit. It does. It's shitty. It's like being on a diet. Like, it fucking sucks. I want to cram a half a bag of chips in my, in my fucking throat and not even chew, and that's cool. But uh, you can't, you know. And I, I, I'm off for another two weeks, the doctor told me, no work, period. And I know you're thinking, oh, yeah, good for you, faker. And, um, okay, cool, but I'm not. And I'd really trade all of this, this whole experience, all this quote-unquote time off, for not having a broken shoulder and potentially not having a bad arm. Like, I don't want to feel the weather changing in my bad arm. I don't want a bad arm. I need the shoulder. It's a good shoulder. I'm a lesbian. I've essentially uh, broken my dick bone is what's happened here. It's my right arm and it's my pussy forearm. It's my pussy shoulder. It's my finger banging arm. Okay. So ask yourself that. Would you like your dick to be incapacitated? Would you like to have erectile dysfunction and have a sore dick for the rest of your life? No. The answer to that is no. So would I take this all back in a second? Yeah. Yeah. And I think about it, like the more I think about it, I've been thinking about this injury a lot. You know, when I'm laying awake in pain at night and I can't figure it out. Okay, here's, here's what's happened. Just in case you missed it, just in case this is your first show and you're just a dumb cunt and you think that the audio, audio quality is always going to suck this bad, it won't. But listen, I broke my shoulder. The, the bone, like, you know, when a, do, uh, when a cop breaks down a door and he uses his shoulder, that's the part of the shoulder I broke. There's like a little round bone there um, that has a bunch of muscles attached to it that allows you to move your arm basically. And, um, I broke it. So what happened was I was walking up a driveway. There was a lot of snow, uh, hidden thick ice. I slipped, smashed my head into a trailer that was wooden. Thank God. Cause if it was metal. I would have been knocked out and, uh, fell on my right shoulder. So that's what happened. And, um, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm really glad I hit my head cause I wear an Italian helmet, which means I don't wear a helmet, but my head is really thick and hard. So I'm always wearing a helmet essentially. And I know a lot of you think I should be anyway, like literally wearing a helmet on my head, but I'm not. Okay. I'm not, I won't. I won't. And, uh, so I've been thinking that that banging my head was probably the best thing that could have happened in that situation because it slowed me down because <laughs> I was walking fast and I am fat, but I can move. Okay. I can, I've got hustle. And, uh, maybe if I hadn't smashed my head first, maybe if it hadn't slowed me down, I probably could have broken my collarbone too. Because that would have really, really sucked. Because this is a tiny bone and it hurts like fuck. And uh, my collarbone too would have really sucked. So I'm really glad I smashed my head first. And then I was thinking, I wonder if my weight helped or hinder my injury. Because I have a big, fat, juicy arm. I have a big ham hock arm. Which I discovered when we were in Mexico. And I talked about it in an episode called Bathtub of Love. Which Sarah is in with me. And you should really listen to that one. So, um... I can't figure it out. So did my overall morbid obesity help in the sense that my fat sheltered my bone from any further damage or did it make it worse because there was just so much more weight <laughs> to fall down on, like to press on my shoulder as I hit the ground? Like, which do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. Because like if I was a skinny waif, normal sized person, think it would have like don't you think it would have hurt more because there's like no there's no buffer there's no there's no soft fatty juicy delicious tissue to to help break the fall it was just smashed like it would like like if a skinny person fell don't you think they'd just fall apart like <laughs> like those bone <laughs> those bone creatures in game of thrones where they stab them and then the skeleton just like falls apart and makes like a really awesome xylophone noise as they land like do you think a normal person would have done that like they just would have turned to dust and the bones would have fallen apart yeah me too I think that too I think that too okay so yes Julia smoking sucks quitting smoking sucks everything sucks but I fucking tell you if I get a terminal disease I'm gonna fucking smoke and I'm gonna love it and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it in people's faces and I'm gonna smoke indoors because they can arrest me because I'm terminal oh my god are you guys watching shameless have you seen Shameless? Please, somebody on Facebook told me to watch Shameless. And for whatever reason, on HBO Canada, it only has the most recent season. And it's really enjoyable. Like, some parts of it are just like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, my God. But then other parts of it are just so great. So I really recommend Shameless. Not that anybody cares about my opinion. But there's this one storyline in the movie or in the show where a young doctor is diagnosed with, 
virtually terminal cancer. She has a 2% chance of um, beating it. So she's, of course, a doctor, and she's like doesn't want to go through the chemo because it just ruins your last few months on Earth she's seen. like People fight through it. They want to stick it out for their family, but she doesn't have any kids. She doesn't have a husband, and she wants to just kind of be crazy and enjoy and live life and enjoy her last few months because it's basically terminal. And her being a doctor and seeing all the misery and pain and stuff people have gone through just to live an extra month or two she didn't want to do that to herself and uh, put her family through that so that's one of the story arcs in it and she starts doing all kinds of shit that she's always wanted to do that are terrible for her and uh it was pretty funny to watch like I don't want to ruin it but she smokes crack and it was pretty hilarious um so there's that now let's move on to I think I um I think I'm going to play uh, my sister wife, Rainbow Bright, and her wife, Lisa. Now, if you don't know, if this is your first show, Lisa and Rainbow Bright are engaged. I'm secretly, but not secretly, in love with Lisa. I feel like she's made the wrong life choice here. Perhaps Lisa and I belong together. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, well, Lisa, I just, I, I really, I'm for polygamy, and if you feel that marrying Rainbow is the right choice for you, I, I'm a great second wife. I don't do dishes, any kind of housework, really. I'm more of like a couch ornament. So if that at all piques your interest, I do love bacon, if you don't mind my saying. If that piques your interest at all and you want to, you know, be lesbros or something on the internet, I'd really like to be your lesbro. Lesbro, by definition, it's like a lesbian fruit fly, I guess. Like a fag hag, but with guys and you'd be my lesbro, and we'd be... Well, I guess you're not really a guy. But whatever, I'll, we'll, we'll change the words, you know? We can both be lesbians together and be, like, homies. Like, like you know when you meet me for the first time and you take a look at me and you're like, oh, 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 oh and you friend zone me? Yeah, that's when we'll be lesbros. And I'm, take, I'm changing the meaning of the word, I guess. If Rick, if um, Dan Savage can do that to Rick Santorum, I can do that to lesbros. Let's be lesbros. Say it some more. It'll lose all meaning. Lesbros, you and me. Yeah, we'll just be buddies. We'll hang out. Maybe we can look at the swimsuit edition together. What do guys do? I don't know what guys do. They talk about boobs and football. I don't like football, though, Lisa. Anyway, I digress. Here they are. We're going to listen to them now because they're wonderful. And Lisa's voice. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it makes me laugh my fucking face off. Okay, here they are. Hello, listeners. Hello, Sandra. This is Rainbow Bright and uh, her faithful sidekick, Lisa. <laughs> so lame. Um, <laughs> so I decided to record today because uh, I've just been to hell and back. We had so much happen, like in the last week. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, just today. <laughs> yeah, just today. We decided we were gonna record on Friday, but nothing. Yeah, we were gonna do weekend. an Easter segment because we did have some Easter shenanigans, but that's nothing compared to today's shenanigans. So, uh, my friend, um, she's a new mom, and she's like one of those people who owns a Pandora charm bracelet. I'm sorry, if you own a charm bracelet, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless it's, like, your dead grandma's and it's a vintage charm bracelet, fuck you. So, uh, I'm not the person who, I'm not a person who goes to the mall. Like, when I do go to the mall, I know very well what stores I belong in. Like, anything to do with food. Like, um. The uh, food court. The food court. I can go to the food Rocky court. Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain Candy Company. Yeah. Uh, Bath and Body Works is okay because Davis most tea. of their, most of their stuff smells like food. Starbucks. Right, right. But any of the other stores, pretty much no HMV, but only if I'm wearing my weekend clothes, because yeah. today I was wearing my, my librarian outfit and I looked like a wayward librarian mm-hmm. trying to recruit after school mm-hmm. children or looking for wayward Trying teens. to recruit after school lesbians. <laughs> what do you know? No, no, she's not recruiting. Sorry. <sighs> So anyways, uh, I look up shit that I need to get online before I go to the mall because all those brand name stores have fucking web pages and you just look up what you need and then you go into the mall, it takes you like five minutes and you get your shit and you get out. How long did it take me to get shoes, our wedding rings, and a pretzel? 
the last time we went to the mall. Oh, God. Like 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right? Shoes. 15 minutes. Wedding rings and a pretzel in 15 minutes. So I don't fuck around when I go to the mall. So I had to find this Pandora Charm place. Uh, I was going to the mall's called Polo Park. So they have this like little digital map. Sorry, my dog is coughing up one of her toys in the background. <laughs> um, they have this little digital map so you can find where your store is. So I find where the Pandora Charm store is. It's in the new section of the mall and I'm like all good to go. So Lisa drops me off, closes door, I go in and uh, the new expansion that they have put on the mall has uh, apparently two entrances, not just one. So it's this fucking horseshoe of hell with all these like brand name $300 per item shops in this exclusive part of the mall and I go in the wrong side of it So I have to walk all around this gigantic horseshoe full of like rich people bullshit And then I get to the other end of the horseshoe and I finally I see this Pandora charm store um, The sign like sticks out from the store. So I just deacon. I'm not really paying attention I'm like, okay, where are the charms and I see this big huge display and there's a million fucking charms in it It says part of the charm club blah 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 so okay i go up to the display case and i'm looking at all these charms and like none of these fucking pandora charms are the ones that i looked at on the website like not one and i'm like um do you have the aries zodiac charm and the girl's like oh yeah it's right here so she pulls out this charm and it's completely not the one i saw online and i'm like well, I'm looking for actually the one that's got like the little rhinestones in it and it's round and she's like, that doesn't sound like anything we have here. Where did you, where did you see this charm? And I'm like, well, it's on, it's on your fucking website. It's like on Pandora.com. And the lady looks at me and her voice immediately changes to just hostile. And she's like, this isn't the Pandora charm store. This is Thomas. Whatever it is. It's another fucking charm store right next to the Pandora fucking charm mm -hmm. store. And I wasn't paying attention, so I rocked, walked into the wrong one. And they apparently have some kind of brand rivalry, so now I've kind of offended this lady behind the counter. The charm specialist. The charm specialist behind <laughs> the counter. Uh, and I'm like, well, I fucking don't own a charm bracelet. I, you know what? The, the proper response to that, I tried to be like, oh, nice. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. And she just continued to be a bitch. So uh, the proper response to this situation when she's like, you're not in Pandora was fuck and just like leave the store. Like, because I mean, really, there was then that just that cuts off all of her bitchiness and I could have just left. But no, I had to listen to more of her BS about how I was an idiot and didn't know what brand store I was in. So I go next door and the Pandora people, they're nice and they're fabulous and they're all charms and roses because they've got Disney charms and all the like little BS. So I go in and I'm like, okay, so I need this, this Zodiac charm. It's got like rhinestones on it. And she's like, oh, no problem. Here it is. It's the first display case. And I'm like, perfect. That's the one I want. That's the one I want. And she's like, well, do you have, what, what was it? Something started with an E? An encore bracelet? Yeah, or something some, like that. Some, I'm like, what do you mean? Well, what type of bracelet does she have? A Pandora bracelet. <laughs> She's got a Pandora bracelet. Oh, well, these are exclusive to our blah, blah, blah bracelet. And I'm like, are, are you joking me? I'm like, well, just, just give me another charm. Give me the Cinderella charm. There's, you have a Cinderella one. It says, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Give me that one. Oh, yeah, no problem. We have that one right here. So trundle over to the counter and she's like digging through all. And she's like, oh, it should be here with the, the Disney and her. Go oh, I just sold the last one of those this morning. Fuck. <laughs> Why? Just. Uh. So anyways, I ended up with a charm for her and I like leave the mall all in a huff. And I'm like, oh, I give the car. I'm like, you are so lucky. You do not have a girlfriend who owns a Pandora charm yeah, bracelet. Because. Yeah, that like, just would not happen. Like, really? Would that not be the equivalent, like, for a butch lesbian of me asking you as a man, like, if you were a guy to, like, go get me tampons? Like, who are the guys who go into this store and pick up? They must just feel so emasculated. Yeah, uh, my wife has an encore bracelet. And, uh, she, she needs, like, Cinderella. She needs a Cinderella uh, I love my friend. that says... 
uh, yeah, I'm Cinderella. But that was some BS I had to put up with today, so. <sighs> okay, Lisa's working uh, out at the nature preserve I am right working now at Fort White for the right summer. Now. Yes, I have two shifts at the UW, so come on, stalkers, bring it on. <laughs> I've got two shifts at the UW, and I have three shifts at uh, Fort White Alive. Um, learning line cooking with uh, very talented uh, chef uh, Kelly Katani. And, um, of course, being Fort White, there is a crap ton of nature. And a crap ton of crap, by the way. I'm surprised my car has not got hit yet. But, um... With goose poop? With goose poop. Um, but I've seen pigs, I've seen geese, ducks. But no bison Deer, no bison yet. Raccoons, squirrels, you know... So what happened when you tried to leave today? So today I, uh go to leave i'm walking out the back door down the steps and i uh like i'm walking inside to go up outside to walk down the steps to get to my car open the door and there is a goose standing right there squawking at me as i'm walking down the stairs coming towards the staircase wanted to come visit you and, in the kitchen uh, yeah they're very canada geese are very violent um <laughs> This morning they were like uh, chasing the deer away from their their nest area. They're Maybe, trying to take on some deer. It's can, just like, can we just ship a whole bunch of Canadian geese to Russia? Do you think that would solve Ukraine's problems? Um, if there was maybe if they were armed more than just with their beaks. But they are very uh, like they're very goose, vicious. Goose brass knuckles. Maybe I don't know. This thing just started squawking at me, and I opened the door, and I was like, oh, hello. And it's like, I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, um, I'm just going to go down the stairs and walk to my car, and please don't attack me. Um, Yeah, they're interesting animals, um, and there is so many of them there. Well, it's it's my great season, but in any event... uh, so that's what that's what our story is: geese and uh, and my Pandora story sucks compared to yours. Well, it just <laughs> happened that I had a very bad day at the mall. Yeah, mine's um, kind of boring, but you know. Uh, so you're gonna change your ringtone for me? Uh, no, I am not. Please, it's no. really I've had it in my head. How does it go? in my head in my head for the last two days change change your fucking ringtone. Thanks, listeners. Okay, that was Lisa, my wife, and Rainbow Bright, my sister wife. Um, funny story, Rainbow. Uh, my girlfriend has a Pandora bracelet. <laughs> Uh, okay, but like not to make things weird, I couldn't agree with you more. Charm bracelets are for children. Um, but she likes it, and you know, she tolerates a lot of bullshit from me, and I dress like, ugh. So, if she wants to have a bracelet, great. But I've been down that path that you were on just then, that annoying, obnoxious path, where basically what happens is um, you spend a lot of money on a stupid rinky-dink trinket and it's like the kid in Bangladesh made 17 cents and you're paying 55, 60, 80, 100 dollars for a little trinket so yeah I can sympathize with that I get that Um, I also love the fact that you can shop so quickly I fucking hate shopping the only thing watching someone else the only thing worse than watching someone else shop for clothes is watching someone else shop for a birthday card. That has got to be on the top 10 list of most irritating things to do with a person. God. Like, I'd rather watch gay male porn than watch somebody... Oh, I can't even believe it. 
take out a birthday card. Oh, this one's funny. Read this one. Isn't this one funny? Oh, this is, I'm going to get this for Tim. This is so Tim. Read it. Doesn't it just scream Tim? It's like, oh, oh my God. And then you start to wonder if you can paper cut your throat open so that you can just bleed out in the Hallmark aisle. God. Anyway, so I'm really glad that you can shop. I don't really know. I mean, I think, I think Lisa and I are really lucky to have you as a wife. Um, Okay, now I'm in both of your marriage. I'm not even trying to break it up anymore. I just joined, so that's great. Okay, uh, you guys you guys talked about goose uh, poop and geese in general. In Canada here, especially in Winnipeg, there's a huge goose population. Like, a huge. And they're, they can be mean. And one time when my niece was like four, we took her to go see the geese. And we were feeding them bread, which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do. But I guess I know better now. I don't know. Maybe I killed a goose. Who the fuck knows? Um, and they were, were down there and we're th- I'm thinking, oh, what a wonderful memory I'm going to give to her. What a wonderful memory for my niece to have for the rest of her life. She'll look back and think, oh, do you remember that day we went out into the beautiful sun and we sat by the lake and those geese were there and they all came to us as we started throwing bread and on their little beaks was a virtual smile about how happy we were that, they, that we were sharing this sunny afternoon with them. Wrong. They were like, hurt, hurt, hurt. And I was like, uh, okay. And then there were a lot of them. And there were, there were 10 of them, which I felt was a lot. And then the, the amount doubled. And then before you know it, there's 30 of them. And they're surrounding us. And they're doing this. And it was scary. Um, I, I was like, okay. Because I didn't want to give my niece a complex. Like everyone in my life is giving me a complex. I'm afraid of fucking everything. So I picked her up and I'm like, okay, sweetie. She's like, but I want to finish feeding the geese. And I'm like, well, the, the geese are angry. So we're just, we're just going to back up a little bit and uh, we're just going to get the fuck out of here. So I picked her up and I basically just ran away from the geese because they were terrifying. They're big and they're strong and they're together and they're like a flock and, and, and a chubby lesbian can't fight a flock with a four-year-old. Oh, is that a tongue twister? That was pretty good. Can't fight a flock with a four-year-old. Um... So that's my goose memory. And it was pretty geesey, okay? It was pretty geesey. Those were, yeah, not cool. I didn't enjoy that. I don't know if we were too close to their nest or what, but usually they're just like, oh, food? Mm, I like food. Oh, thanks, I like food. But no, it was like, they were really bad. Okay, anyway, that's enough for this show, I guess. I'm going to have another show up very soon, not live from the car. So start the car! So bear with me, and uh, we'll get together soon. I'm off for two more weeks, so maybe I can crank out three shows in that time, I hope, if not more. So, um, okay, what do I say at the end? Uh, I say, what do I say at the end every fucking time, and I never remember. Okay, Stitcher. Put us in your favorites on Stitcher, and those of you who have, thank you, you're my favorite. iTunes reviews. Leave them. I'm tied. 25 in the Canadian store, 25 in the American store. Okay? So, someone someone leave a fucking review. Okay? Appreciate that. That, that's great. That would be great if you did that. Uh, the Garbage Hill Podcasting Network. Google that. Take a look at all of the wonderful shows that are available that originate from Winnipeg. Any number of things. You like hockey? We've got hockey. You like a guy and a girl talking? <laughs> we've got a guy and a girl talking. I hope they stay friends forever. Like friends forever. You know, like uh, like the Zack Attack. Do you remember the Zack Attack? Friends forever. You know what? I'll play that song right at the end so you guys can have a nice 90s flashback. Um, yeah, what else? Facebook, you can like the Change of Address Facebook page. Not much goes on there, but I feel like that's really your place to talk about how much you love me. And um, there's also, uh, you can friend me on Facebook. I'm not weird, Sandra D. Sanchez. But if you friend me, could you write me me a little note and say, hey, I'm not crazy. I just really think that um, you're the best podcaster in the history of the world and I really think you're wonderful and you should put out more shows and I just left you a really awesome iTunes review, something like that, something along those lines where you know basically tell me I'm a wonderful person and you love me, um, that would be great. Or even that you're just a fan of the show because I just wonder sometimes if uh, Abdul from Madagascar really knows who I am or he's just a spam bot. So yeah, if your name's Abdul, I, I don't know who you are and I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I think that's about it. So I'm about to go pick up my child from daycare. He's been there for two hours, and that's plenty. That's just plenty. That's plenty enough. He's probably going to be mad when I go pick him up. Why are you here? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get your go fuck yourself text message. My mistake. Uh, that's it. 
All right, friends forever, here it comes. All right, okay, call you later, bye.